1: Good morning and welcome in to The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of The Ohio Press Network. You can find us at theohiopressnetwork.com. You'll get reporting on the people, politics, and policies shaping your everyday life, and you're not going to get it through the lens of progressive Marxists and (laughs) the angle that we'll talk about in just a little bit that seems to be Prevalent and becoming even more prevalent, not only in the country, but in the state of Ohio, which is a serious, serious issue. Uh, speaking of serious issues, um, the Ohio Juvenile Justice System investigative report uh, done by USA Today Network, Akron Beacon Journal, Canton Repository, Cincinnati Inquirer, Columbus Dispatch was released yesterday. And we have to talk about that. And we will a bit later uh, what it tells us. And uh, what I'm going to clue you in on is what it's going to be used for. So put that feather in your cap or that idea in your back pocket. The U.S. House will consider today a clean continuing resolution, CR, uh, a resolution that would essentially kick the can down the road to January and February for the government, for lawmakers to decide on matters of the federal budget while avoiding a shutdown, a government shutdown, and – proponents say this would also discourage an omnibus bill, a massive bill that comes right around the time of Christmas that lawmakers don't have time to read through. Now, the House Freedom Caucus, and there are several members uh, in that caucus. Uh, Congressman Warren Davidson is one of them. He's an Ohio congressman. Jim Jordan is another. Uh, I'm working to get – one of those caucus members on the show today to kind of dive in for us and and describe for us what this resolution does and what it doesn't do. We're going to talk about the speaker's opinion and position. And then I was talking with some insiders on background right before we started the show. And what I got back was this is worse than the original one. So we're going to try to figure out why my guess is because this is an opportunity for people who truly are opposed to blind uncontested government spending to actually stop the process to stop the press and say no we're not going to go forward we're not going to kick the can down the road anymore we are going to pull the lever that we have right now to negotiate this thing and we're going to get it ironed out there's nothing more important but we'll see um what members of the freedom caucus have to say about that now they did put out a statement. And that statement came this morning. No more, quote, rolling over today to fight tomorrow, end quote. Washington, D.C. today, the House Freedom Caucus released the following official position. The House Freedom Caucus opposes the proposed clean, end quote, continuing resolution as it contains no spending reductions, no border security, not a single meaningful win for the American people. Republicans must stop negotiating against ourselves – over fears of what the Senate may do with the promise, roll over today and we'll fight tomorrow. While we remain committed to working with Speaker Johnson, we need bold change. Can I get a here, here? Can I get a second? Can I get an amen? Holy smokes. And look, we we need to also confront what is going on. And we told you this is what was going to happen after issue one passed, that you were going to see a series of uh, disgusting gaslight uh, attempts from the press and from people who supported issue one, because leading up to the vote, you said this is going to allow abortion to birth for convenience. It's going to open the door uh, for parental rights to be eviscerated. And then once it passed and lawmakers said, look, we want to protect this. And by the way, before it passed, the. People who wanted it to pass, members of the press said, that's not what's in there. It says nothing about that. No, you're crazy. You're alt-right. You're a conspiracist. And then after it passes, lawmakers say, "Okay, well, if that's the case, let's just just protect and make sure that we don't have late-term abortions. Let's protect and make sure that we have parental rights. Let's make sure that the things you said you didn't want out of this don't manifest. And now all of a sudden, the press – Right. And and the Democrats. And are, are is there really any difference between the two of them are are crying foul. You Republicans are tone deaf. So we're going to we're going to confront one of those reports because I think it goes right to the heart of uh, what we're talking about. But before we get there, um, Jeff Murtall, he produces the show. He's behind the glass. He keeps me on time and online. And we were chatting a little bit before the show. Monday Night Football yeah, I'm a sports fan, so we're going to talk sports once in a while. And uh, the game it, it was between the Bills and the Broncos. Now the Broncos uh, got steamrolled. I think in week three, they gave up um, more more points than Joe Biden's IQ. Um, and well, actually, you could only probably give up you could give up twenty points, and, and I could still say that. Uh, but the Bills and Broncos, uh, Jeff, what'd you make of last night's game, man?
0: Well, it was an ugly game. Uh, a lot of these national primetime games lately have been pretty ugly. I figured the the Bills would, you know, get it together and beat the teams they should beat, but they just they didn't do it.
1: You know, they had a shot, and um, holy smokes, man! First of all, I, I want to talk about this Josh Allen guy. You know, I, I was watching the game on and off last night, thinking. You know, whenever there's a conversation about maybe the next great quarterback, this is a guy that gets in, is, is slipped into the conversation, right? And and what I saw was a guy, what is he in his fifth year, Um, who at times doesn't get his feet set, throws across his body, makes these riverboat gambler throws. and And I just see somebody who makes poor decisions, who thinks he's still in high school and college and can let his brute strength and brute athleticism rule the day. And I just see a bad quarterback. What do you see?
0: Well, I mean, he's got all the physical tools. He's got the size, the speed, the strength, the arm strength. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes it just looks like he's trying to do too much out there. Instead of just taking the check down or, you know, just taking a little five-yard gain, he's out there trying to get 20 yards and throwing it into double coverage.
1: Yeah, I saw that a couple times. crazy part for me was uh, actually the Broncos uh, were trying to kick the game-winning field goal, and they missed but there was a flag. And the Bills had what, twelve players on the field? Is that what it was? Unbelievable. And so then you move the ball forward and they kick the field goal and, and the game is over. And by the way, the final score was twenty four twenty two. Jeff's laughing. I said the Browns were gonna beat the Ravens twenty four twenty two. I got the I got a score right. Uh and I got the Browns right. It just just two separate games. But it was ugly, and thanks for, for weighing in on that, Jeff. I, I appreciate it. Um you know football's a nice diversion from politics because I don't know about you. I don't ever stop thinking about politics and policy in the world that we live in today. And and what's next, right? Like what is coming down the road? Well, I want to point you back. uh, We got a few minutes here before the end of this segment. I want to point you back to yesterday. And if you haven't pulled down the podcast from yesterday, there are four separate segments. Listen to them and listen to them again. We spent a great deal of time talking about the world that we live in and the backdrop that we need to consider all of the events that we look at uh, against, and, and that backdrop is this. We we have a a power monster, and the power monster really is in D.C., but I think there are little power monsters all over in states around the country, and that power monster gobbles up your individual liberty and your tax dollars. And in exchange is supposed to give you safety, security, prosperity, but that's not really what happens. And so we talked about that, this this big pro-government, big administrative state, and how uh, demagogues, those are the people who are running for office, will leverage a crisis or even manufacture a crisis in order to... Drum up fear and then their friends in the press, they publish the fear and that triggers you to turn over more of your money and power because the demagogue says, hey, if I get in there, I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to give you the result that you really need. Remember, remember Joe Biden saying that he was the great uniter, (laughs) that he was going to fix the economy, that, uh, you know, um, we were going to build back better. We're over a thousand days in now. I don't think anything's built. I don't think anything's back. I don't think anything's better. But that's what demagogues do. So we spent a great deal of time talking about that yesterday. And what we didn't talk about is really that fourth estate. And um, we need to talk about that. We'll talk about it a little bit now in, in the next segment. Um, but in order, in order to change things, you got to find the truth. And sometimes you have to identify the lies, often told by not only the demagogues and uh, non-government organizations and global Marxists, but worse, by the press. So we're going to talk about that next uh, on The Bruce Hooley Show. So stay tuned to 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce Hooley and uh, more on the other side of this break. Hey, welcome back in, and thank you for listening to The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, filling in for Bruce, editor-in-chief of The Ohio Press Network. Hey, I want to tell you about uh, one of the supporters at The Ohio Press Network, or of The Ohio Press Network, talking about the Freedom Foundation. You've heard me talk about them before. The Freedom Foundation helps government employees understand a couple of simple things. One you don't have to join a union in order to get a government job. And if you have a government job, you don't have to pay union dues if you're not in the union and you don't have to join the union to keep your job. That decision came from the Janus uh, AFSCME case uh, decided by the Supreme Court of the United States about five years ago. Since that time, the Freedom Foundation has been helping people understand their rights. And they even created a really cool thing called optouttoday.com. It's optouttoday.com. When you go there, you can see how you will simply and seamlessly be able to opt out of your union. That'll help you save about $1,100 per year. Given Bidenomics, that's real money. And it will also keep the money out of the hands of union bosses. Why is that important? Because 97% of the time, those bosses support progressive policies in our government, in our schools. I mean, this is the group that bankrolls Joe Biden and the progressive left – and is in love with the global Marxists that we talked about yesterday. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for all of your hard work and alerting Americans to their rights. So make sure you visit optouttoday.com, and thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your continued support of the Ohio Press Network. All right, so we are back, and uh, at the end of the last segment, we talked about this idea that we need to call attention to what's going on in the world, and we need to create an accurate backdrop that you can see these events play out against because that's really what tells you, A, what's going on, B, what the results will be, and C, maybe how to intercede or intervene and and do something to create a different result and and sometimes you have to find the lies uh, often told as i said by demagogues non-government organizations now these non-government organizations these are the groups that uh play the shell game with dark money right and they're also the groups that dark money groups fund and you know they always have these really benign or even i don't know nice sounding names like ohioans for reproductive freedom <laughs> uh but these are the groups that are that are really doing a lot behind the scenes, and we really need to sometimes take a, a look at them, particularly when they're funded by global Marxists. Now, who are the global Marxists? These are the folks that don't like American capitalism. They don't like um, America first, right? In fact, I would suggest they're probably the group that has coined um, the phrase conservative or, or uh, nationalist right um you're you're a bad maga alt-right nationalist because they are also part of this world economic forum where you know they have all the solutions for the rest of the world and by golly they just need america to be all in on it and we're a lot more all in than you think we are and and we're going to spend some time today and the rest of this week and maybe for days and weeks and months to come, highlighting how that really is the case. Uh, But, you know, we should be able to find the lies and um, fact check them. But the problem is a lot of the fact checkers online, um, (laughs) they're, they're not checking the facts because the lies that they purport align with their value system or the news outlet, or the reporter that's reporting for the news outlet. So you have to call attention to the gap between what's written and what's real. And again, that's what they should be doing, the fact checkers. Um, But they're kind of like a a computer software that protects your computer from attacks and viruses. So these fact checkers, and there are are several uh, quasi-type of fact checkers. I mean there are news outlets that pretend to do it. But what they do is they, they comb the Internet or they troll the Internet for information that is contrary to whatever their chosen narrative is. And if it goes against the narrative, then they write these half true and often confusing pieces designed to discredit the information by calling it false. Now, if they can't do that, do you know what they do next? They resort to identity politics. How many times have you heard that? Those MAGA Republicans, those alt-right crazies, those Christian nationalists, or the character assault. You know, back in, I want to say it was 2021, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was going toe-to-toe with Governor Mike DeWine on a daily basis when he had wine with DeWine at 2 o'clock and he was giving everyone a COVID update. We started to see some really disturbing trends between government policy and Uh, what information we had and the government policy certainly seemed to be an overreach and an overstep. And when we looked at the unintended consequences, right? Like the educational loss of our kids, uh, drug addiction, suicide, economic impact. And we looked at it all together. We kind of went, I don't know if we're on the right track. So anyway, the work that we were doing got a tremendous amount of attention. And guess what happened? I got a phone call from a reporter who worked for the New York times and he wanted to write a report on me. Where'd you come from? Well, by the way, the, the New York Times reporter is the same guy who was at BuzzFeed and published the Russian hoax story at BuzzFeed that the press used to uh, criminalize Donald Trump for four years. Now we know that it was debunked, but this is the same guy because this is what they do. So he wrote a, he wrote a story and tried to defame you know my work prior to becoming a reporter and. And that's the game, right? They're going to play identity politics or they're going to they're assault your character. And um, why do they do it? Because you're going against the narrative. And you're going against the power monster. And the power monster wants more of your power and more of your money. And unfortunately, the press acquiesces. Why? I think there are two reasons. Number one, I believe members of the press – are afraid they're going to lose access. And if you don't have access, you don't have inside information. You don't have the stories that get read. You can't break news. You're just repeating news. The second piece, and maybe the more disturbing piece, is that I genuinely believe, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday too, I genuinely believe that many members of the press are all in. They've been swallowing the progressive poisonous blue pill for so long that they're not going to tell you the whole truth because they understand that if they tell you the whole truth, that will discredit their position, that will discredit their passion, that will discredit their worldview, and really, ultimately, where they want to see America in this world go. And uh, that's what we're up against. And I'll give you an example of it next. We're going to go through a story that was published by uh, a Columbus news outlet regarding issue one, and I'll give you a real live proof next on The Bruce Willis Show.